What's going on, everybody? It's Jazz, the CEO, a.k.a. the Dapper Security Guard, here once again for another episode of Industry Talk Podcast. This is season two, so welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I have a special, special guest, my MMA trainer, my man, Dameron the Bruiser, Kirby. What's going on? What's going on? How you doing? Good. I'm doing good. Thank you for coming on. I've been waiting to do this interview. I never can get all the way over here. I moved far away from him, y'all. And then, you know, I hate driving. That's just really the bottom line of how this relationship is going right now. But anyway, my man has been in security for 10 plus years, pro MMA fighter. I mean, what else do you do? Tell the people a little bit about you that I don't know about you. Um, I think you know everything. I'm trying to be like you and, and uh, oh, I mean, no. I mean, Here I mean, I mean dapper security guard. That's, that's a, that's a name right there. I did security. You know? I don't know if I was dapper. You know what I'm saying? I try, you know, you know, H&M really started this, you know, that's really, they got affordable clothing and look, they're not paying me for this. They got affordable clothing and it fits my little body. So, um, you know, but I mean, you know, you do the suit and tie. Thing I do, too, I you do, know. yeah, yeah. I think I accidentally saw you one day doing the suit and tie thing, and I'm, he walked by, and I was like, I know that man. I think I know that man. So then a couple of months later, I saw him again and was like, hey, was that you? And I mean, I felt good because I know he'd been in the business for a while, so if I was in the same place, that's how I knew that the Dapper Security Guard was coming up in the game. So, I mean, what? when did you start security? Like, what did you do? Were you a mall cop or...? Uh, no, no. So, I, I started in uh, in the streets of D.C., man, uh, mm. just doing security, different types of lounges and stuff like that. Um, you know, I had a background, of course, in martial arts. I grew up doing it. Uh, started amateur uh, MMA, went pro MMA in. Uh, and then once I started fighting, get some stuff, got some stuff under my belt, I started getting offers to start doing a little uh, things of a higher skill than security and started taking those and, and going that route. So uh, that's how we ended up here. So let's go back to the lounge era of security. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've all done the club and done the party thing. What is the good part about doing club security? Something that you learned from doing that that you took to the high end sector of security and what is something that you do not miss about doing lounge club security <laughs> uh man the, the 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 benefit to that is you, that's where you learn your people skills you know what i mean mm. you, you gotta you, you get your rhino skin i call it a rhino skin but you build your thick skin ah, uh you, you got, got people that are going to talk all types of ways try you test you uh-huh. uh see what they can get away with and so uh you learn how to talk to people you learn how to de-escalate yeah uh you learn how to figure things out without always having to get physical and so that's kind of where you you get your stripes yeah you know so that's, yeah. that's the biggest thing i took away from that um and then once you're at, you know, uh, I, I hate I hate to say I'm doing more civilized security. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It, it's true. I mean. Uh, honestly, honestly, you know, it gets easier uh, at that point because you don't have to deal with the same amount of, of nonsense. Yeah. Um, Especially but, in D.C. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, everybody wants to test People you. People think in. Baltimore is bad, but... You know, and, 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 and you know, I'm, I'm not a huge guy. You, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I'm, says the I'm, guy busting out his shirt right know, now, I y'all. Mean, you know, I, you know, I'm, you know, so a lot of you know people in security, you know, six foot tall, yeah, that's true, and they yeah. weigh two, three hundred pounds, and, and that's what people think when they think of bouncer yeah, or yeah, door security. So, yeah, yeah, they think that physical presence, and I, I don't have that dominant physical presence. Yeah. So, so people try. So yeah, so people try. Um, you <laughs> know, trust me, I and, know. Um, but but it teaches you teaches you those things so to me that's the the biggest benefit and 
Um, honestly, the part that I don't like the most mm-hmm. is, is is that too. You know, it's like you have to deal. Yeah. Uh, you know, with all of that stuff. I mean, I've you know dealt with somebody. You know, in my face, called me all types of stuff and mm. this and that and. Uh, you know, your names. I I was like, man, that that was actually pretty good. Like, where'd you come up with <laughs> like, that you one? Like, you want to talk about like, it afterwards? Yeah, like, like where'd you come up with that one? That was good, man. How'd you like, think of that? I'm yeah, talking yeah, your head. Yeah, right. You still gotta leave, but how'd you think of Yeah, you just freestyled that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, did you yeah. have a plan? Like, did you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, People do say some crazy yeah. things, all just to either stay or not, you know, leave a club. I think yeah. that's what aggravates me the most. Is like. We're fighting, you're arguing, you don't want to do... But it's just for a club night. Like, yeah, this is not even it's, something it's that's life and death. That's it. Like, it's just there's another club directly across the street. Like, that's really what I didn't really understand when I was doing that. Like, I was just like, what? Especially girls. Like, women, you would think guys are the biggest... Like, when I was doing it, I was like, why are girls so aggressive at these clubs? Like... Y'all got high heels on, the smallest dress you could find in America, but y'all ready to fight, like, on site for no reason. Hey, you got an ID? I ain't got no ID. Why are you mad at me? Because you didn't go to the DMV. That is your fault. Like, (laughs) I'm confused. So, yeah, I'm with I don't, I don't. The, I don't miss the attitudes. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't miss the attitudes. I don't miss the attitudes. I don't miss the drama, the attitudes. Mm, the, I don't you miss know, the don't, drama and the attitudes. Don't, don't miss. But but what you learn from uh, having to deal with those situations, mm. um, that that's the priceless part. Mm-hmm. You know, you take that stuff with you. It's literally like going to school. Like when you start off and you getting your stripes and you doing all these different kind of. I mean, and uh, when I asked you the question, like, where you did you start off in mall security? I started off as mall security. Mm-hmm. Um and. I learned a lot about people's skills, too, because, I mean, when you talk about ignorance, people are rude to the mall security. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, even me, when I was a kid, I was rude to the mall security. Yeah, I mean, starting off as mall security, you definitely got some backlash, some ignorant comments, all kinds of stuff. But I, I, I've said before, I was there for the training. Like, where I lived, they gave, the police department gave, like, free handcuff training and like free different training that they were giving away that you had to pay for if you weren't working there. So I was smart. I was like, oh, let me go in here. I used to get in trouble for not wearing the hats. You know, I will never forget that. I mean, I was probably the most written up officer at the mall because you're first, be, I'm already being defiant. I'm, I'm short, man. I'm not wearing that hat. If you think you're small and people were trying you, imagine my little self <laughs> at 18, 19 years old with that little fake state trooper hat on walking around a mall. No, it's not happening. It's not happening. So, you know, shout out to the mall security. But, you know, <laughs> we, we're over all of that. You know what I'm saying? We're with the suit and tie gang now. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, today we want to really touch on, I want to touch on something I'm really serious about as far as, like, when people ask me for advice, I'd be like, find some training. So, yeah. um, losing weight as an officer, and this is for security, police, et cetera. Like, my father's police. And there's been times where I'm like that. And he's like, I know, I gotta lose a couple pounds. But it's like once you've been in the in the game or at your job for a certain time, if you're not out of your car the whole time, if you're not running around, you gain weight. Mm-hmm. Like what is some advice to officers to even if they don't come to the gym every day, mm-hmm. what what's some advice to officers to stay fit at least like even working out at home or something like what can they do to stay fit for duty oh uh, yeah i mean uh, honestly you kind of just said it but i mean you know for the most part 
don't go 72 hours without doing something. Hmm. You know, make, make, make that your rule. Okay, if you can do something every other day, perfect, but don't go 72 hours. So whether you're going to, you know, just take, you know, a quick 30 minutes and get on a treadmill. If, if you can squeeze in some push-ups and sit-ups, if you can squeeze uh -huh. in some squats and lunges, this is all stuff that you can do at home. Uh -huh. um, but just don't go more than 72 hours without 72 doing hours. That's something. That's a nice rule. That's a little tidbit y'all need to take out. Don't go 72 hours without doing Something that don't just mean walking um down your steps to the refrigerator and then walking back upstairs to lay down. We talking about actually doing something. Doing something. Doing something. Okay, so do you offer any um like online thing where you tell them like uh what to do at home or is everything you do in your gym um personal training uh, and hero well, class? Well, actually, you asked you asked a, a a good question. Actually, I just started um. Uh, doing online training as well. Oh, okay. Um, so, so I, I do do that now. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so we'll know. add the link in. Mm -hmm. You can find the link. We'll tell you where to find him on social media later. But we are not done. So, okay. So good online training. I mean, because people have crazy work schedules, and you know, sometimes they just can't get to the gym. Yeah. And 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 I think that online training is a good idea. Um, so there, I mean, there there's enough that you can do at home. Yeah. I mean, that's really you know. I mean, there are some things. I mean, if you're you're somebody, and honestly, if if you're in the field of security, the type of uh, training. Um, that you need, mm -hmm. you can do at home. If somebody's like, oh man, I want to, you know, bulk up and just, you know, have all this muscle mm -hmm. mass and whatever. Yeah. You want to, okay, you need a gym. You need heavy weight. You need yeah. to lower your reps. You need to do something different. But for performance, mm -hmm. if you're in security, which means that there may be a time that you need to perform, mm -hmm. okay, uh, there's a different type of training and that stuff that, you, you know, there's plenty of stuff you can do at home for that. Okay, we're definitely going to let you guys know because some of y'all bellies is rolling over them pants. Now, I'm not going to say no names. But anyway, so let's get into a different side of training, like self-defense, mm -hmm. weapon retention, all that kind of stuff. So you have a class called Hero MMA Academy. Mm -hmm. um, can we talk about that? Uh, yeah. First, let them know where that is and what day that happens and what time we can just drop that right now yeah absolutely so uh we're in annapolis junction so by the way annapolis junction is not annapolis okay <laughs> is that uh, something people yeah, think all yeah, the time everybody thinks oh you're all the way in annapolis uh -huh. no so basically we're in laurel okay think about laurel maryland the walmart and laurel uh we're not even a full 10 minutes away from the walmart and laurel okay uh so that's where we're at um, you know, the information, uh, I, I'm guessing Jasmine put on the link too, mm -hmm, as far as mm -hmm. the address here, but uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights, 7.30 p.m. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. That's where we have classes. Um, so between myself, um, which I've been in the industry for quite a while, um, I fight professionally, so, I, you know, I make sure that there's not theory here. I mean, this is stuff that uh, on a daily basis, you know, somebody standing in front of me, mm -hmm. you know, uh, through training and this and stuff is put to the test to make sure that it works. Or uh, shout out to Jabari Weeks, who's my lead instructor. He doesn't and, have any uh, Instagram, y'all, but we'll put his uh, information he, he, He's out. on Facebook, though. He, uh -huh, he, he, he's uh -huh. working on it. He, he's, he's working. Oh, okay. He's, he's getting Facebook. in there. He's getting in there. He's getting in, in there. there. Gotcha. And uh, Jabari is an amateur fighter as well, and he's also a two-time Sando champion. What is that, um, Sando champion? So uh, Sando is pretty much, think about MMA. 
Oh, uh, without the ground game. You can okay. still do the takedowns, uh, but then they stand up and reset. Okay. Um, so so basically it's MMA without the ground game. That's the easiest way to put it. Okay. Um, but uh, amazing instructor, uh, you know, amazing in what he does as well. So um, the biggest part is it's, it's authentic. Authentic. Okay. okay. Um, there are no theories here. And, and not, not say anything to anybody. Traditional martial uh -oh. arts is amazing. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, but there are a lot of things in traditional martial arts that work. Mm -hmm. And there's just as many things that don't work. Okay. And that's the biggest thing that MMA brought to the table. It took theory out. What's the real thing? If, you, if two people get in front of each other, mm -hmm. what's the real thing that will work? What's the real thing that won't? And that's the beauty of what MMA is. Okay. I never even... Okay. You see him dropping some knowledge, y'all. I'm like, okay, theory. I was like... I was about to say, what does that mean? But then you broke it down. So I appreciate that. Because I was about to say, well, what does that mean, theory? Because is it is it basically like... Me thinking the thing I see on TV, I can do. Exactly. <laughs> Versus so, the thing that you can really that you do can in an really actual do. situation that happens on the street. Exactly. So, Got so, it. so, for example, a lot of things that people see on TV, and you see this in a lot of gyms, and if you have one of these gyms, I'm sorry, I'm not saying this to knock you. <laughs> okay. Uh, but something called stick in hand. So, on TV, you'll see people where they'll, you know, do all this hand mm -hmm. stuff at 100% speed and block their hand with that hand and gotcha. then turn it yeah, over. Yeah, we and see that all the time. Down and block, boom, 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 boom. And they do like 15 motions in 15 seconds yeah. and, you know <laughs> uh you know in real life mm -hmm. um that doesn't work okay, okay? um that doesn't work uh, and, you know if, if you're fighting against somebody that is also doing that style mm -hmm. great okay because they're also gotcha. doing that style mm -hmm. uh but somebody from the street just you know doing something else street fight or whatever yeah you know they're not going to be coordinated where that's going to work against them yeah so again that's where MMA comes in, where we take away, you know, what is, what is, because theory is just, hey, the, the idea of this works. Gotcha. Um, and so we're, we don't need ideas. We need things that really that we get in the live situation. Um, this is my livelihood. This is mm -hmm. my life. This is my security, my safety. I need to know that uh, if I do this, yeah. um, it's going to give me the results that I want. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, this brings me to a, a point. Um, I was having a conversation with someone and um, we were talking about the different kind of women's self-defense classes. Mm -hmm. And I was saying, I was telling them, I was like, well, you should go to Hero because they don't, to me, in my opinion, they don't really go, here's some women's self-defense tactics and here's some men's self-defense. I think sometimes, I've been to a couple classes, like before I found Hero, I've been to a couple classes and I watched them teach the men certain things and teach the women certain things. Mm -hmm. And for me, who's been in some fights or who's had some situations, I feel like sometimes they, they, they do women a disservice by assuming, let me do this for them, it's a little easier. Um, it's mm -hmm. different, and then let me do this. You gonna really fight? You gonna really get into it? And I'm like, the guy that's attacking or the person that they're getting in a fight with, it's not going easy on them because they're a girl. So why should the trainer? I mean, do you have an opinion about that? No, I mean I agree with you. I mean they're doing one or the other a disservice. Mm -hmm. So either they're doing the woman a disservice by not giving them the actual thing that works, or they're doing the man a disservice by giving them something that only works because of their strength. Okay. Ah, never thought So here's the deal. Whatever you teach, mm -hmm. um, especially in this industry, in the security industry, your size and strength shouldn't be a factor. Okay. Okay. Because at the end of the day, 
you know, one of the instances that, um, you know, and I very rarely, um, because, you know, this verbal de-escalation. So in security, mm -hmm. I very rarely had to get physical. I'm a de-escalation um, advocate. Yeah. Okay. Um, but one of the times when I did, uh, the gentleman uh, pushed me about four times, and I, I let him get the, the fourth you, one you, out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, but the guy was about 6'4", 270 pounds, huge. Yeah. I mean, massive dude. Yeah. You know, massive person. I'm 5'9", you know, 185. Uh-huh. Okay? Okay. So, if the things that I learned had to do with who was the bigger person, mm -hmm. who was the stronger person, yeah. right, then I would have completely mm -hmm. uh, been at a bad situation. Gone. Knocked okay? out. Yeah, it, mm -hmm. it, it, it would have been bad. Yeah. So, it doesn't matter whether you're male, whether you're a female, it should be enough of a tactic where regardless, size, strength, weight, yeah. something that will work either way and so you're doing either one a disservice yeah if you're counting on bigger stronger yeah. whatever you're doing one or the other disservice and honestly if what the female is doing works regardless of size and strength mm -hmm. and they're teaching the guy something else then the guys need to stop and do what the girl yeah, is yeah, doing yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, because yeah. if he gets yeah. an, an, an encounter an encounter with somebody bigger and stronger than him yeah then what did exactly. he do now? What, yeah, I never now? even thought about it okay. on that side of things so, so, too. So, so yeah. Yeah, so he needs to exactly. know hey, this works, you know, no yeah. matter no matter what. Mm -hmm. No matter what this works, you know? Yeah. Uh when I prepare for a fight, I get uh division one uh heavyweight wrestlers to come and pin me down. I'm talking about dudes that are 240 pounds, mm -hmm. put me on my back and you know, uh keep me there. Yeah, yeah. Keep me there. Yeah. So that uh, when I get in the cage, if I if I get in a situation, mm -hmm. I know that no matter how big or strong this person is, because technically in that situation we're in the same weight class, so no matter how big yeah. or strong this person is, the technique of what I'm doing works because I'm not strong enough to power my way out of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's simply the way you should train in general. Mmm, that was some good. You good at this? Were you prepared? <laughs> he even got the voice on. Y'all hear the voice? I'm like, wait a minute. I got a lot of questions now because I mean, people. Sometimes I do these interviews and 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 people are nervous. Like even though they they know what they know, mm -hmm. and you're just asking what you know they know, they still are like. Mm -hmm. I'm like, listen, it's okay. I can edit this. But no, this is this is good. Um, I've been doing this a while. Yeah, I, I can hear it. Okay. No, I mean, um, we talked. you talked about a, a situation where the guy pushed you four times. Mm -hmm. But then we talked about you would only if de-escalation doesn't work. So yes. let's talk about de-escalation. Sure. Um, we're going to get back into training because I, I want to talk about why MMA is good for security. Mm -hmm. But... De-escalation, like, I, like I said, I'm a huge advocate for it. And, and one reason is, is just because I'm small, period. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of people, they're like, oh, they, they, in their mind, they're like, I can beat up everybody, I can do everything. And that's fine. If that's the way you live your life till you get knocked out, that's great. But I had grown up in a house where my brother is 6'3", and I'm small, and we fall all the time. So I know what it's like to get hit by big grown men. So it's like... You have to train, but you also have to know other things besides throwing hands. Absolutely. So, de-escalation, what is something that you use to de-escalate a situation before? Like, what is a de-escalation <clears throat> tactic that you go by? Yeah, so the biggest thing in de-escalation is to connect. Okay. That, that's the biggest thing to me. So, when somebody feels like you're on their side, they will immediately drop their guard. 
Okay. okay. Yeah. So a lot of times security, like, I'm, I'm, you know, you want to be big and bad. Like, hey, don't do that. Come over here. Go to your name. I it's, wish it's, y'all could see the yeah, face he's making that, right yeah, now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was his big yeah, security like, yeah, guy yeah, face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't do that again. I'm kicking you out. You know? Yeah, yeah. 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 And, 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 and they it, do and, that. Yeah. And so it immediately puts somebody. So think about it. If, if you're a dude and, and you're in a club with your girl, right? Yeah. Absolutely. You gotta prove your manhood, and somebody's yeah. talking to you like you're their child. Yeah, right. And it's like, hey, man, what you, you know? And so yeah. it, it immediately it puts a guard mm -hmm. up. That's immediate escalation, you know. Yeah. Oh, vice versa, you know, connect with them, you know. So, otherwise, somebody somewhere not supposed to be. Like, hey, man, do me a favor. I know you with your girl, you know, but in this section over here, they're not allowed. Hey, listen, personally. You'd be fine with Absolutely. me. I don't want my manager yelling at me. So just do me a favor if you don't mind. Yeah. You know, just stay on this side for me so I don't go yell at you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's just connecting, you mm -hmm. know, and then you connect to somebody that you they feel like they're on your side. And it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Like, Come on over. Yeah. Now it's not a fight. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Now it's not a whatever. So to me, that's always been the biggest thing. It's just trying to connect with somebody first, try to be on their side first mm -hmm. uh, instead of just barking an order at yeah. them because that's going to immediately put them on the defense and then it's an uphill battle from there. Yeah. What about a time where de-escalation didn't work? Besides the four pushes, has there ever been a time? Because <laughs> I'm sure you tried to be on his side too. Yeah, um, I did. But besides that, usually um, I ask for like a war story. Like I always say, what is something that happened where it kind of changed your outlook on security or where it was just like you had to get physical or, mm -hmm. you know, something you'll never forget. Uh, somebody told me about a time they got shot in the foot. But, um, you know, so what is a time where a de-escalation just did not work? And how did you handle it after that? Like, once you realized this is not working, what did you do? Um, well, you know, ultimately, when de-escalation doesn't work, then you go to whatever the protocol of, you know, the command is, where, wherever you are. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, if you try to be on somebody's side and they just want to be belligerent, they mm -hmm. want to be whatever, then at that point in time, uh, that's when, you know, it's me, I, that's when I firm up, you know, like, mm -hmm. and, and, and it's still not in, in a um, condescending manner. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I'll firm up and say, hey, look, you know, I, I, I tried, you know, to talk to you. I don't yeah. want to keep telling you if I got to ask you one more time. All right. Then you, you got to yeah, go. I heard, I heard the voice. Y'all okay. heard that drop yeah. right there in the tone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so then it's you know, kind of like, all right, um, we're being serious. Yeah. We're, we're not going to keep doing this, you know, and go from there. And either they can buck or they'll mm -hmm. listen or whatever it is. Um, and then whatever your, you know, your protocol, yeah, you know, whatever, your yeah. command, like wherever Authority you're there. Authority allows, whatever you yeah. are allowed to do, yeah. I guess. Um, now, to me, um, my thing is don't be the hero, mm -hmm. okay? So In this case. Yeah, so if there, if there are multiple, you know, the most security, you have a lot of other security. Yeah. So if you're somewhere, call for backup, gotcha. okay? Um, you know, say, look, got a situation here and let more than, you know, one person be there to handle the situation. You know, I've seen a lot of times where, you know, somebody, they, they want to be the yeah. hero. You know, they, they, they everybody, they had his checks poked out, poked out, his chest poked <laughs> out, everybody's chest poked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And we want to see who the, you know, we want to, you know, go, go, go yeah. that route. You know, put your ego away. Put you your know, ego uh, away. Yeah, put your ego away. Uh, because it's not worth it. And at the end of the day, man, I, I've seen... Uh, you know, security uh -oh. guys, you know, huge, huge guys get knocked out. Get knocked out. I just I saw a video get at the casino here out. in Baltimore. Security guard yeah. bucked yeah. up and yeah. kinda got knocked yeah. out. Yeah, because the guy was small. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, well I don't know, but your situation, but I but you know uh one of the, I'm not gonna put the spot out there. Okay. But, uh oh, uh, uh oh. But uh so I'm not on liking you. Um <laughs> but yeah, but um yeah, one of the uh, 
you know, security guys mm -hmm. uh, that we had there, you know, big dude, huge, mm -hmm. right? And uh, the guy that, uh, you know, was bucking with him. He going, was small. Going back and forth. He was small. I mean, mm -hmm. He was probably five, six, mm -hmm. uh, maybe 160 pounds soaking wet. So the security you guy, know, he had yeah, his ego yeah, popping yeah. like, so oh, this know, little man. Being, yeah, ah. you know, being whatever. And what happened? And, uh, yeah, he got... <laughs> uh, One uh, hit uh, a quitter? Uh, go, go overhand. Mm. Good overhand, turn the chin, and, and he dropped. Wow. Right? So, you know, at the end of the day, you, you know, you also it, don't know, you don't know what the, somebody knows. Yes. You know, somebody, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the 6'4", 260 yeah. pound dude that pushed me four times, you know, he, he thought, yeah, you know, he I, thought I was just a dude in the now suit we, that was now, just there. Back to that, we didn't really get into what did, what you do? What did you do? Do you use your MMA techniques at work or do you? What do you do when yeah, it gets well, physical? Well, well, in that situation, so so the first thing is always uh, be take a look at your surroundings. Uh, so the first thing I did was uh, I looked around. That's why it got to four pushes. Because if, ah. if, if the first push, second push, or third push, if I would have reacted, there were too many people around us. Other people would have been hit, hurt, whatever gotcha. the situation was. So I used the four pushes to actually let him push me back to an area where nobody was. Mm. That's why I got to the fourth he push. Crazy, y'all. And, so and so it's paying attention mm. to uh, your surroundings. Uh -huh. Uh, the fourth push I did uh, after that I did a leg trip you know it wasn't somebody I wanted to stand and fight I wanted to get him to the ground okay. uh, so I did a leg trip which got him to the ground um, I didn't want him to get back up so I did give him one good uppercut mm -hmm. as he started leaning over um, I immediately went to the back um, in a lot of places they don't want you to do this so please don't if you're not supposed to don't um, but I, I did uh, put him in position rear neck and choke put my hooks in okay um, and then uh, I told our security call the police so they yeah. can come get him and I told him that he needed to get still he would go to sleep did, did he so, stay still um, or did he, he go oh, to he sleep? Stay still okay I, I, he he, uh, he initially tried to yeah, um, I, you know, yeah. fight and I started squeezing, and then yeah. he was like, "Oh, I got asthma. I can't breathe." <laughs> and then he started though that stuff. I, I got like, asthma, but I'm yeah. starting to fight. But yeah. I got asthma. Yeah, so okay. I was, and I was like, so like I said, get still. Yeah. <laughs> like I asked you to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I asked you to. Get still, like I and asked I you to. And I think through this story, the bottom line is still keeping your composure. Still, you being still polite. Yes. Like I think, I don't see that a lot sometimes. You know, I'm not going to name names, but I don't see that a lot in some of these companies. There's a lot of lack of training in these security companies because they're just trying to fill the contracts. Exactly. And so they don't do a lot of training. And that composure thing that always staying above board, like you don't have to go down to the level. Exactly. I understand that some people say crazy things mm -hmm. and they get you there. But the bottom line is you at work and this is what you came to work to deal with. Like exactly. you are the security. You need to know ahead of time that people are going to be a-holes. Exactly. And so I just think that, um, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate, you know, even telling that story and people can hear how you stayed on point. Mm -hmm. uh, not a lot of people do that. Trust me. Uh, I know. Ugh, it's so annoying. I, I know. Yeah. And you'd be like, this situation actually could have gone down smoothly if you didn't buck up as a security guard and exactly. act a fool. If you didn't call him out his name. Like, exactly. he's going to leave regardless whether the police come get him or we put exactly. him out. So there's really no need. So I'm yeah. glad that we were able to make that yeah, point. A lot, so. a, lot of, a lot of security guards have egos, mm -hmm. too. And they, they actually escalate mm -hmm. instead of de-escalating yeah. the situation as well. Absolutely. Let you go because I'm not going to hold you. Mm -hmm. Um... Let's talk about why you think MMA is a good um, self-defense technique or fighting. 
um, that security people should learn because I've heard people say uh, jujitsu or mm-hmm. um, you know all kind of boxing and you you teach boxing as well yes. so you mm-hmm. you are a boxer mm-hmm. so what is what is it about MMA and why does that fit into the industry? Uh, I think MMA is the best uh, because every thing that you every style specific style you learn it has a weakness okay okay so boxing absolutely boxing will be great uh to, to be in security but what happens if it goes to the ground yeah. right jujitsu amazing in mm-hmm. security but what happens if they're keeping their distance and you can't put your hands on them okay okay so what mma does mma is it takes the strengths of all the main styles that are the most effective and it puts them in all in one in one basket it puts it all in one cup gotcha and so the reason mma is so great is because no matter what situation you're in okay you're prepared Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day the only way that you can say one style is better than the other Mm -hmm. is if the situation dictates it okay jiu-jitsu is better than boxing if you're on the ground boxing is better than jiu-jitsu if you're standing up yeah wrestling is better than boxing if you're standing up and you're all grabbing each other yeah right yeah yeah but then it's not the adverse yeah if it changes so you need to know what to do if you're standing you need to know what to do if you're standing close range or standing long range. Then yeah. it changes. Yeah. If you're on the ground, there's distance, there's not distance. If you're standing up and you guys are grabbing each other. Mm-hmm. All these things are different situations. If you have a weapon, so you need to protect the weapon at the yeah. same time. All these things change the dynamic of your situation. And if you're only learning one thing, then what happens when you're in a situation where the strength of that one thing doesn't stand doesn't, anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So to me, MMA is the best because it doesn't matter where this, where the escalation comes from. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what position that you're in. You have an idea of what needs to happen okay. in that particular situation. Well, with Hero, because it's Hero MMA Academy. With mm-hmm. Hero, tell them what they can expect in that class. Like, yeah. I think for me, taking a class, it was enlightening because it was... It was just like you said, it was a little bit of everything mm-hmm. smashed together. And I had been looking for something like that where it could do this, that, and a third because you never know what happens in a situation while you're in that situation. So tell everybody what they can actually expect from that class. Sure. Uh, so the class is pretty much a, a, a mix of uh, conditioning. Mm-hmm. It's a mix of uh, movements that are ideal for combat. A lot of people don't realize that just going to the gym in general, mm-hmm. there are a lot of ways that you move in combat that you don't you know, use, muscle you don't use on a regular day or when you go to the gym. Mm-hmm. So you get those type of movement strengthened. Uh, then we go through striking, uh, we go through groundwork, uh, mm-hmm. we go through self-defense tactics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we go through an array of things, and it's a six-week uh, rotating curriculum. Okay. So what happens is, is when every week for six weeks, you'll learn something, a specific set of skills each week. Okay. okay. And once you master those skills... Then you go to the next level, and there's another six weeks of skills for gotcha. you or something every week, and that continues uh, up the ladder. Okay. That way, you're learning, you know, from the base things, um, you know, the next thing one at a time in order, 
in a way that makes sense. Now, when you come to the class, do you have to already know a little bit of MMA? Do you have to already have been a boxer? Don't need anything at all. Okay. Yeah. There are people who have come to class that have never thrown Me. a punch before in their entire life. <laughs> Me. <laughs> well, you fought your brother. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I've, yeah, thrown yeah, some, I've thrown some. I've thrown some street punches, but I'm gonna tell you one thing. I've been in some fights. I've, I mean, trust me, y'all, yeah. Y'all be going to my page. People try my little self all the time. But in this class, there were things that I just didn't even think of. Mm -hmm. Like, there were things that I just... Even watching TV, I watch a lot of action movies. There just were things in the class far as like kicking mm -hmm. or how much pressure to put in the kick in certain places. It was just a lot of things I learned that I didn't even think of. So, um, you guys should definitely check out the class. I am like, all 2020, I am pushing that people get training yes. all kinds of training we're Absolutely. doing some training classes they'll be up on the page i'll be putting this information up on the page so y'all just you know and where can they follow you where can they follow you sure. personally on uh, your personally personal uh they can follow me on facebook dameron kirby mm -hmm. d-a-m-e-r-o-n i know i got a crazy first name <laughs> uh dameron kirby uh or you can follow me on instagram uh dameron kirby the bruiser Okay. okay, so Dameron Kirby, Facebook, Dameron Kirby the Bruiser, Instagram. And then your Hero page is... Yep, and so the website, HeroMMAAcademy.com. Okay. HeroMMAAcademy.com. And you can follow him on Instagram, too. Um, but before we go, I wanted to say one more thing, and I can't remember what it is. Um, oh, they have Hero Merchandise. Yeah. So that helps keep the class keep going. That helps him do all kinds of stuff. He's doing a, a what, what's the class year? Is did it already happen? The no, um, so, self defense. So, so actually, yeah. So please go go check the page out. January yeah. twenty sixth, which is uh, this yep. upcoming Sunday. Um, we're having a, a there's going to be a self defense seminar. All the details are on the page, but uh, it's 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 awareness and it's for anybody. But mm -hmm. you know, women and children right now. Uh, human trafficking and kidnapping yeah. is like taking this nation unfortunately by storm. It's yeah. crazy and it doesn't matter. I'm talking about this is happening in broad daylight. Broad daylight. Yeah, in front of like people. It's yeah. not, they're not even trying to hide and it. Nobody, they don't yeah. even care. Like, Absolutely. They just, just pull up and like just jump out and grab people. Like it, it, it's completely insane. And so, uh, I mean, it will behoove uh, anybody to know what to do, to know how to defend themselves, yeah. and to know how they should act in those situations. And so, uh, that's what it's. That's what's going on. It's January twenty sixth. It's upcoming Sunday. The information is on my Instagram mm -hmm. and my Facebook. Okay, and I mean that goes to the tagline: "Become your own hero." Yes, is that that's kind of how I feel. I feel like we can all call the police, but the police is reactive. Mm -hmm. They come when they're called, when they see things, but you have to be able to take care of yourself. Absolutely. And I think that's really why the class and the seminar that he's doing is really important. So y'all make sure y'all follow him. Y'all make sure y'all listen to the next episode. Y'all make sure y'all rewind this and listen to this again and get up off your butts and don't go 72 hours without doing something. And stay dapper. And stay that I'm literally doing this in a really fly Chinese style really is, suit jacket right now. You have really no idea. Is. Boom, I'll put it in the stories. But thank you for getting on here. I really Absolutely. appreciate it. And we'll see y'all next time.